Welcome back, ladies and gents, to Smoke Break Sports. You know who I am, so let's just get to it. Got a lot of stuff to cover over the weekend, and as a heads up, you may not see me for a few days, but we'll talk about that at the end. So, J.J. Watt has been given his release. Time off for good behavior. The Houston Texans have agreed with J.J.'s wishes to part ways amicably. He has been released. So now the real question is, where is this eight-time All-Pro, world-class, future Hall of Famer with 101 sacks in a 10-year career? Just imagine, God, imagine how many sacks that'd be if he had been healthy over the last couple of years. So is there a place for him and where is that best place? Well, we have our list of usual suspects. A couple of these squads we're going to talk about have been involved in just about every damn free agent rumor or trade rumor that seems to come up. We'll talk first about that very team I'm talking about, the Chicago Bears. I love it as a family as a man who comes from a family of Bears fans, the Bears are always a close number two in my heart. You know, this is Colt City, baby. But um, having no choice but to break bread with some of the world's best Bears fans, I can't help but hope that the Bears get at least one of these guys. I mean, they're almost certainly going to lose Allen Robinson, so... Hopefully they get to improve. I would hate to see the Bears take a massive step back. But why, oh why, if you're wondering, are the Bears on J.J. Watt's potential short list of landing spots? Well, I'll tell you. Love and marriage. So for those of you who don't know, I did not know uh, until this whole thing happened. J.J. Watt's wife is a professional soccer player who plays in where? Yes, Chicago. So, would there be an opportunity there for J.J. to go play for the Bears uh, and, you know, have the same working hometown as his beloved? Um, I am not married. I know, big surprise. I can't, honestly can't believe it. But I would have to say that on your list of needs, uh, keeping the wife happy is probably pretty high up there. So... Now, when you're on the tail end of an NFL career, does it outweigh the potential of getting a Super Bowl? I know, well, we all know that J.J. Watt was not here for no rebuild. He apologized to Deshaun Watson. We all got to see that heartfelt footage of him apologizing to them for apologizing to Deshaun for them wasting one of his good years. So, would the Bears? roster and situation be enough uh, on top of just the home side of things, would that be enough for J.J. to want to spend his last couple of years in Chicago? Now, there's a reason I started here, and that's because I think the answer is no. I am, I've been surprised before. I've been wrong before, albeit not nearly as often as we're right, but that's a story for another time. But I just can't imagine... Uh, leaving a four and twelve Texans team to go to you know an eight and eight 
nine and seven, the perpetual number two in the NFC North. Um, even if the Bears do get to the playoffs with J.J. Watt, is that going to be enough for them to get to the next level? And depending on where they go with quarterbacks and how they solve that situation, the answer is probably no. So, sorry, Chicago. I, I do love you. I really do. But I just don't think you're in it to win it as far as the J.J. Watt sweepstakes go. Now, Allow me to throw my own hat into the ring here momentarily because another team that I think would be a great fit for J.J. Watt but also is not likely to make the cut for his final four or final three choices would be, of course, my beloved, the Indianapolis Colts. Now, we've talked before about how the Texans would, of course, never trade Deshaun in division. But J.J., we don't have to worry about that with him because he's been released. They, uh, it's the cheapest and, and best way uh, for the least, uh, has the least negative effects for Houston for them to have just cut ties with J.J. and not try to trade him. And so that's what they did. The Colts had, for about the first eight weeks of the season, arguably the best defense in the league when you look at it statistically. Now, when you're looking at the players on the field, I think there are some other defenses that other people would want to argue and say are better, and I would tend to agree with you, although the Colts definitely made some key signings last year that fronted, that fortified that front seven, and J.J. would just make them that much better. But they're in the same position that the Colts are, or that the Bears are in, unfortunately, where until we know who is trotting out to go under center in Indianapolis, they are a quarterback away from being a real contender for anything. So as much as I love Jacoby Brissett, if I'm J.J. Watt looking at the Colts right now, considering these other options I'm about to bring up, I just don't see it. As much as I want to see it, and as much as I implore you, J.J., to wait, wait it out. Let let this quarterback carousel come to a stop before you choose your landing spot. So that way, maybe my boys are still in the running. As of now, I would have to say chances are low. So now this brings me to the big three, so to speak. Um, The odds on favorites and some teams we will have to take a little more seriously in regards to this. Um, And that being uh, the Steelers, for what should be obvious reasons, the Green Bay Packers, and... Of course, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which should be for equally obvious reasons. So, I'm going to pick my bottom, my my number three. We're going to take one off the list. And this one was tough. I think all three of these are very realistic possibilities. But I think the Packers may be on the outside looking in here. Now, I understand, and you should understand and remember that J.J. Watt went to college in Wisconsin, so that has to count for something. Um, He would be used to playing football up there and would be a very big addition, and the Packers are not a team that has a quarterback issue that needs answered. If anything, they just need help on defense in order to take the next step. They also need to re-sign a couple of key guys, according to Aaron Rodgers, in their offensive skill positions. But 
we know from what we've seen in recent years that running backs, even really good ones, can be replaced. And you can ask Jerry Jones what happens when you overpay a running back and how it feels when they don't live up to that big contract. So Aaron Jones may be gone. I'm, th- I'm thinking it's pretty probable that he's going to be gone. I think the Packers will be able to adjust, especially if you add a guy like J.J. on the defense. Then, I mean, that could be a bit of a domino effect. You could see more people want to join the Packers defense because J.J.'s there, and there will be a, a newfound feeling of legitimacy to that defense. Now, of course, he's not going to be the J.J. of old. He's going to probably be on a somewhat limited snap count. I can't imagine. You want J.J. to be available for key games late in the season and in the playoffs. You don't really need him to play every snap in week four. You know, you kind of want to save him, make sure he's available when the time when he is very important. So Packers, I say it's outside looking in. As as far as I'm looking at these final three teams, though, it could be any one of them, and I would not be surprised. But for the sake of this argument, for the sake of the fact that I have to pick one, sorry, Green Bay, it's not it. Although... Don't shoot me if I'm wrong. Moving on to the final two. So, of course, I mentioned that both of these were obvious options for obvious reasons. What are those reasons to those who are not in the know? Well, the Bucks just won the Super Bowl and may need a little bit of help in their front seven because Ndamukong Sue is up. Uh, they will need to re-sign him or potentially move on from him, and he has been a bit of a mercenary. He's got a Super Bowl title now, and he has shown he does not mind moving around. So what's more important to him, winning another one or getting another paycheck because he just got a sack and a half in the Super Bowl? So this may be the last time that his value is this high in an offseason. So what's he going to do? We have a future episode coming, spoiler alert, about Shaq Barrett. He wants to break the bank now. The Buccaneers could always franchise tag him. Will they do that? I don't know. That's what the other episode is for. But whether or not this defense comes back completely whole, we know that Mike Evans is willing to restructure his contract a bit. We definitely know that Tom Brady's willing to do the same. It probably, especially if it means an extension for him, he may uh, move some money around to allow the Buccaneers to go out and make some key signings to add on. You know they want to run it back and win another one. And Tom Brady, more so than any other player in NFL history, knows what it takes to reload. He knows that you can't just run it back with the exact same squad and hope to win it again. It's very difficult to do. So the Buccaneers are an obvious landing spot because they have this sort of dream team that's been built over there. And if you want to talk about a place where J.J. can just be part of a rotation and save some of his energy. Well, if they keep J.P.P., if they keep Shaq Barrett, if they keep Indomitian Sue, uh, seems pretty good. Seems pretty plausible, if not possible. Uh, At least possible, if not plausible. Yeah, you know where I'm going. Uh, That the Buccaneers could make this happen. And the Steelers, of course, and this one is, again, a little more personal Both of J.J.'s brothers play for the Steelers. So right now, you know, those two are, I'm sure, chatting it up with Big Brother, saying, hey, come here. 
In fact, TJ already tweeted this. It was a nice little gif of The Rock doing the whole bring it thing with his hand. It was beautiful, well done. Uh, Of course, he wants his brother to play with him. Pittsburgh could use the help on their defensive front. They are seemingly going to be bringing Big Ben back at a discount. So this may be sort of their last shot at having a a title run. It was a a tale of two teams last year. They went from, what are they, 11-0 to start the season and then just lost four out of the last five, or was it 10-0 and and five out of the last six? I don't remember. It wasn't great. It wasn't pretty at the end. We all know how the playoffs rolled around and just a complete implosion in the first quarter. I think if that first quarter had gone differently, they might have made it. They might have advanced to the next round. But are they a Super Bowl contender, really? I don't know. I think they have the more a much more difficult path than any of these other teams I've mentioned. If we go back to, say, even Green Bay, Stafford's out. Jared Goff is not going to lead the Lions to be a playoff team in his first year there. The Vikings are an enigma. Uh, they One year they're great, the next year they're terrible. I believe they may be moving off of Kirk Cousins. We've talked about that in a previous episode. Be sure to check that out. And the Bears are the Bears. We talked about them about eh, eight minutes ago. They are good, but are they going to be good enough to challenge Green Bay for a divisional title? So Green Bay is set up very well for success. Tampa Bay, very similar. Let's run the gambit. Uh, The Saints may be without Drew Brees, and who knows if they're going to roll with Jameis Winston or go and get somebody else. It may be Taysom Hill at quarterback. I don't know who's going to play quarterback for the Saints, but if it's not Drew Brees, the Bucs are... Uh, hands down the favorite in that division. Carolina's in the midst of a rebuild. Teddy Bridgewater may be, well, their bridge for another year before they try to rebuild with a young quarterback out of the draft. If Christian McCaffrey can stay healthy, they'll certainly win more games than they did last year, but they're not going to go to the playoffs. And Atlanta, wow, we've talked about Super Bowl hangovers in recent episodes And Atlanta just seems like they are living in a Groundhog's Day situation where every other week they'll get a three-score lead and find a way to blow it. So is it time for them to move on from Matt Ryan? Should they start trading off assets in return for draft picks and future equity? I don't know, but I wouldn't be surprised to see them have a better season next year. But again, everywhere I look, it says Tampa Bay is going to win this division. Now, let's talk about the Steelers. You've got the Ravens in there. You've got the Browns in there. I'm sure you've heard of them. They had a renaissance this year and appear to be set up very well to make another playoff run in Cleveland. Cincinnati, hmm, sorry guys, I don't have much for you, but you've got Joe Burrow. As long as you can tape together a few cardboard cutouts that block better than that offensive line you currently have, then they're probably going to win a few more games. They're definitely going to be a tough out, but... It's a three-team race, but the fact is, is it's a three-team race, not in any of these other situations that we've named, is it a three-team race. So his path to a Super Bowl does not seem to be as good in Pittsburgh, but on the other hand, he's got a chance to play with both of his brothers, and how much could that potentially mean for J.J.? That's a question that only he can answer. So before I say this next part, understand that 
I fully can understand and expect to potentially be surprised here because I do have a brother and he's young and still in the athletic part of his life whereas I just sit here and talk about this shit now. But I would, in no uncertain circumstances, if there were a situation where baby bro makes it onto a sporting team and he goes to play in a city... Don't be surprised if Smoke Break Sports has a new home. I would gladly, I would love to spend that time walking around the same city with my little brother. And I can only imagine we are 15 years apart, so there was really never going to be a situation where we were going <laughs> to walk on the same field of any type and, and play sports together other than our own backyards or basketball courts. But man, if you have that opportunity, it as a brother, I don't. It'd be difficult to pass that up, even if it means not getting a Super Bowl. So while I think uh, pragmatically, um, if it's just X's and O's, and it's just who can set me up best to win, right now my favorite is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with the Steelers, just a very close second because family means a lot to a lot of people, and it should, and it may outweigh. Um, that Super Bowl trophy, that elusive Super Bowl trophy. As I said before, I think J.J. Watt's a first ballot Hall of Famer already, so it's not like he needs the Super Bowl to cement his legacy, but as you all know, anyone who laces him up, well, not anyone. Some people are absolutely just in it for the money, but J.J. is clearly one of those guys who would like a title, who wants a title. That's what he plays for. And I think, I think that that will be his deciding factor in choosing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So I'm so sorry, guys, but we're probably going to be dealing with old Tom celebrating number eight if that happens. If if all these pieces fall into place and if, if Shaq Barrett doesn't lose his head over getting franchise tagged, because that's probably the only way the Bucs can keep him, if JPP stays on, if Sue stays on, or if, if he's swapped out for J.J. Watt, I... They're going to be good enough to go. We're going to be talking about and listening to other people talk about them for the next full year. So strap in, boys. And in the meantime, follow us on the internet at Smoke Break Sports. Thank you so much for your love and support. If you have found this episode entertaining, do me a solid. Share it with a friend. I'm not asking you for money. Um, just uh, would love to be in your buddy's ear chirping away. So give us a like, a follow, a subscription wherever you're at. And uh, be on the lookout. We are going to be converting some of these into YouTube videos soon. We just need uh, we need some hardware and software upgrades on the smoke break front. So in the meantime, stick with us right here. We are going to be podcasting as long as there's podcast to be had. But um, I mentioned before, I may be off for a couple of days. I'm trying to batch record all of these now to get things out for uh, the rest of the week. But... Um, I have to, for some personal reasons, I have to take off a couple of days next week. So if I miss him, my apologies. I said, we'll try to have a full slate for the week and get it done ahead of time, but we may miss uh, some breaking news type stuff because I've just got to go be with family for a few days. So nothing to worry about. Your boy is okay. Uh, don't shed a tear from me. Just, uh, got to be there for the family. And again, follow us on the internet at Smoke Break Sports, share with your friends, this is almost 20 damn minutes, guys. Sorry. If, if you're if, if you out here at work, uh, tell them it was Kev's fault. Smoke Break Sports.